Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What's up, world? It's your boy, French. We're here with another episode of the CTC Podcast. I got my two brothers with me. See, Minnie, what's up? What up, what up, French? We gonna see what you got today with the with the point guard. Hey man, I, I like running point. We gonna see what happens, man. Might might come up with a ten assist game today on the podcast. We'll see what's what's shaking. What's what's good, Dom Joe? Hey man, everything is good, man. It's all it's always always good, man. Anytime you got ten toes on the ground, it's a beautiful thing. I feel it. I feel it, man. What what we get into this past week? Hey, Chase, what'd you get into, man? Start it off, bro. What did I get into this past week, man? I think, um, I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a next day guy. I only, I don't really, I don't really stick, stick to what I got into like that, man. I know what I did today, though. Today was a heck of a day for emails, man. About 200 emails went out. About 200 emails went out this, this morning. And, um, okay. you know, we made sure that we got a whole lot of feedback, man. Got a whole lot of, traction going um i told i told a couple of my guys that work with me a couple of my guys that as my uh business partners man I, they ain't never seen a guy as aggressive as me man i ain't never been with a guy tiptoe and put his toe in the water man i'm right off the high down you know what i'm saying let's see what we can get done we're gonna we're gonna see what we can get done first we'll see what we we we'll see the details that we need later let's let's go ahead and uh let's go ahead and uh cast that net as far as we can see how many fish we can catch that's the type of thing i was on this morning what about you, Joe? Hey, man. I had a pretty good week, man. Uh, helping Hands finally landed our first security contract, so that's exciting. Um, Pops kind of pulled the reins on me a little bit in the engineering firm, man. I, book, I booked two solid meetings, man. I was ready to go in there by myself. And they said, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. man hey, I got to be in that meeting, too, now. So I had to re- reschedule for a later date, you know what I'm saying, so Big Reed could walk in there with me. You know what I'm <laughs> all, right, all right, time out. We got a guy, not an engineer, scheduling engineering meetings solo. Don't nobody see a problem with that. <laughs> hey, bro, because, hey, it's like my man Chase just said, bro, I'll stick my toe in the water, man. I'm straight off the high dive, man. <laughs> what you get oh, me going, man. bro? You feel me? Hey man, I, I like the aggression though. You see, Dom Joe don't even think twice. He he calls pops. Pops got us two meetings set. Hopefully, you can make it. If not, be on your own. <laughs> and I didn't even say yeah, that. Man. I said, I said, I said, I said, I got two meetings and I'm meeting them on Wednesday. He said, "Whoa, I can't do that. I can't do Wednesday, man. Make it on the first. I'm like, oh man. Yeah, man. man. Dom Joe, Dom Joe's getting his aggression in. He's 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 highly aggressive, but there's a difference between what we're talking about right here. You know what I'm saying? We just can't let a new guy on the on the police force start driving the cruiser. Can't do it. He got to ride with somebody first. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Can't do it. We got to ride with somebody first, man. What the heck is that? That's bad. Hey, Rico jumped in there and did the right thing as an experienced <laughs> business owner. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Rico jumped in there and did the right thing as an experienced guy. He know he need a ride-along. That's a ride-along right there. Kevin Hart. Hey. All right? Come on, man. Hey, real talk, Joe. That could have been your first and last meeting. <laughs> All on the same day, man. Hey. Hey, I go in the rule. I go, hey, I take I take the chase approach when it go to the meetings, though, brother. One thing, one thing I wouldn't have did was say something we couldn't recover from. 
Yeah. Respect, man. Straight Make up. sure you don't say nothing that I can't recover from, man. That's the number one rule for me. That's something that everybody should take away right now. Oh, if you go in there and say something that you can't recover from, you're done. Alright? Keep your keep all keep all lines open of communication. You know what I'm saying? Uh, don't go in there and finish yourself off. Oh my god. That's hilarious. What else, what else, Joe? You getting anything else done over the weekend, man? Hey, man, you know, just had a good, solid weekend. Uh, shout out my man Javier Oquindo, 2-0 uh, in boxing. He didn't get the knockout, but it was a flawless victory. So, you know, future's bright. Look out for my man in the 130-pound weight class. Doing big things. That's about it. What's up, man? That's the dude that had you on the mat when y'all was sparring? <laughs> hey man, I'm telling you right now, man. If I get dropped in sparring, bro, I'm taking off the gloves and fight. Oh, it's happening, bro. We going down. I'm going down to the ground. <laughs> oh, <laughs> straight up. Hey, one thing I can respect about Dom Joe is he don't put that nose bar. I didn't know there was boxers out there wearing a nose bar in front of their nose, man. Hey, I ain't never heard of nothing like that, bro. Don't ever. If any boxers out there looking for some sponsorships from Helping Hand or Chase Minifield. Don't ever show me no tape with a nose bar. Because if a guy can't take a shot to the nose, I can't use it. Oh, man. I, I've never seen it. So what? It, it's like a like a face mask almost, like that type of bar across the nose. You know, you got the, you know how you got the uh, the, the headgear that um, it, like, comes down over your jaw? Yeah. And, like, straps up like the new headgear. And, it's like, and it comes a little bit over your cheeks and all that. Okay. So they, they have headgear for guys. Cause you know you still want to spar like you your nose might be dry you might be having problems with nosebleeds you, you you might just be getting off a broken nose or whatever like you just want to protect your nose so instead of going all the way down probably stops like listen mid-cheek. listen to that you want to protect your nose I don't want to hear that man I want to hear that I don't want to hear a boxer talking about I gotta protect my nose boy that's what them gloves is for hey man hey man what you just working though man you know what I'm saying you can't. When you sparring, you sparring. You're not fighting, man. You got to get your work in. Nah, man. I don't want to hear it, bro. I don't want to hear it, bro. You know, I ain't never been a guy. Nah, that ain't how we going to roll, bro. If it's cold, if we got cold game coming up, I don't want to see no sleeves on Friday and Thursday. Oh, All right? man. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. We no sleeve type of guys around here, man. No nose bar, neither. Oh, yeah. Socks, socks. Hey, socks and jocks. Hey, hey, that's one thing that my pops told me. You know, my pops told me a lot of things, man. <laughs> and there's another thing that he told me that I took home to the bank. He said, if you say it, and you can think if you say it, then you'll think it. And then once you think it, it's then you reality. believe it. So if that go, if you, yeah. So if you say that it's gonna hurt when he hits you in the nose, then you think it's gonna hurt when he hits you in the nose. And then when he hits you in the nose, you're going down. All right? You're going down. It's gonna be watered up real quick. Yeah, man. Uh, real that's quick. hilarious. That's hilarious, man. Well, uh, for me, man, I I had a a, a pretty good week. Uh, uh, do want to highlight? I went to a, a networking event called uh, BDPA, so it's a uh, it's called a Black Data Processing uh, Association. So it's for a lot of IT folks within the um, uh, that are that are in the Indianapolis community. So it's a na- uh, national chapter, but uh, I attended that on Thursday. Was that Thursday? No, excuse me, Friday. So, uh, some of the topics we'll get into a little later on as we, as we hit our business topic. Um, but really cool, man. Uh, the speaker hit on, um, stretching. Um, so the first thing that comes to everybody's mind, right? You stretching your muscles as, you know, the, the three of us are all athletes, but uh, I took it a step further and it related to, to, you know, the, the biggest muscle in your body is your brain, right? So what are we doing to stretch? 
keep active, push ourselves out of our comfort zone, uh, continue to. Hey, French, I don't know if that's a true What's statement, that? bro. I think the strongest muscle in your body your might heart. be your brain, but the biggest. Well, I don't know that's, about you're that. correct. You're correct. Which between your heart and your brain, your heart and your brain are the most active muscles. So you're correct. Right, I just want to. I just want to correct you before your DMs blow up. Hey, appreciate that. And by the way, man, I just want to bring attention <laughs> that uh, Chase Mittyfield is on notice for a comeback session. If for those of those who, who those of us who listened to last week's podcast, he liked to call people out, man. So we're gonna return the favor. <laughs> it may not be this week. It may not be the next. It might be when the show goes mainstream. But he's gonna get get back. So uh, just be prepared for that. Be on the lookout for that. <laughs> hey man hey that's one thing about that's one thing i know that i can't expose nobody everybody exposes themselves i just let them know that they being exposed <laughs> hey, i just let them know that they're being exposed man congratulations you played yourself uh, don't, don't worry don't worry we'll see congratulations you played yourself hey, she's known me for 28 years or, excuse me for 20 years you know i'm gonna get you back so hey before we get into to the topics man uh wanna what's up What'd you say, Joe? I said, this drawing real person, man. You guys are hey, funny, man. bro. I've known this guy for 20 years, and he knows how to get under my skin and vice versa. So he's going to get get back. Don't worry about that. <laughs> hey, man, before we get into the, topic, uh, the topics for the day, just want to make sure we reach out to our listeners. Uh, as Chase has mentioned on several podcasts uh, previous to this one, let's uh, make sure that uh, you guys are leaving us uh reviews, ask us questions. Uh, we are definitely checking that information. Any topics you want us to discuss, uh, any key areas that interest you, please let us know so we can hit on that. Uh, you guys are uh, very important to us. We want to make sure we're hitting that audience at, at full force. So, um, yeah, so for today's topics, uh, Joe, we're going to kind of want to ask you, man, your, your thoughts on what's been going on with the uh, this FBI probe, man, with the NCAA. Uh, around the athletes uh, receiving some of these benefits. And then, you know, as far as like what, what's going on with the University of Arizona with their head coach uh, kind of being caught on tape, you know, with, through a wiretap of uh, arranging scheduled payments. Uh, obviously, all three of us were, were uh, NCAA athletes. So we'll definitely like to get you guys' take and spin on it, uh, just what you guys' overall thoughts are. Hey, man, it's been going on. This ain't nothing new. You know, especially in college basketball, man. We know them boys been taking money. Um, part of the culture, that's just the way it is, man. And, it's, you know, shoot, there's no no big surprises over here. I, I didn't read too much into it. Um, <clears throat> I just, I know, I, I hear a lot of stories about AAU basketball and a lot of good players taking money. Um, so, I mean, it's no big surprise. Uh, hey, we'll see. We'll see how it all unfolds. The real, the real question of this, it. the real question of this situation is: When is the line drawn for trying to win? When is the line drawn for trying to win for a coach? I don't blame a coach for trying to win, but in that situation, is you do you do you, are you okay with him trying to win, trying to bring in a top recruit in the country, or are you not okay with him trying to win, bringing in a top recruit in the country? Those are the questions I like to hear you answer. The, my thing is, yo, these these coaches are doing it because it's like, yo, if if I don't pay him, he gonna get paid somewhere else anyway. It's obviously um, enough coaches out there willing to give the player whatever they're asking for. 
You know what I'm saying? So I think everybody all has the same approach, and it's just a vicious cycle. Like, bro, if I don't go, if if I don't do it, man, he's going to go here and, you know what I'm saying, beat us, man. We, he might as well be on our team. Shoot. This is the only way I felt like I can compete, and that's what I'm going to do. You know? I mean, shoot, you can... You you can you can do the good old boy thing if you want and do be the nice subordinate, you know whatever man. Or you can go get that competitive edge, man. What you want to do? Sit on the sideline or play so, ball? So you feel me? So here's my problem. Like I, I I agree with what you're saying, but for me, am I as a head coach gonna involve myself in every facet of that transaction? Right. I I 100 believe that it's going on all over the country. But my man, Sean Miller, is on the phone saying, I'm going to handle the payment. Like, that's a mistake, right? <laughs> like, we can all agree to that. Like, like you don't want to be writing a check. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, and, and again, my situation coming from, from being a Division three athlete is much different. That 100000 100, Hey, bro, that 100000 comes hey, from Sean Miller's bank account? Yeah, just like... <laughs> hey, man, we got a check. <laughs> We got to check with Joe with the recruit's name on it from your bank account, It's boy. just ridiculous, right? So I, I do got a question for both of you guys, though, for real. Because for me, being a Division three athlete, like, I didn't reap a lot of benefits uh, of, you know, from a, from the standpoint of, of equipment and all that stuff. Like, for example, we had to purchase our own cleats, gloves. Uh, we got, you know, academic scholarships. We didn't have athletic scholarships. So in, in you guys' case at Virginia – what were some of the things, I guess, that could have been borderline? Not to, you know, not to put uh, Virginia in a spot to where you're you're tackling by, by any means, but what are some things that you know you you guys felt like you received that might be kind of borderline, uh, you know, an NCAA violation? And I use that term loosely because nobody really knows what that violation really is, right? So, and I ain't have nothing. Virginia was strict. Virginia was strict, bro. I didn't feel like I could get away with nothing. I seen a whole bunch of boys get sent out of there before I was even a sophomore. You know what I'm saying? So I was on the, <laughs> so I was on the straight and narrow, B. I was on the straight and narrow, man. Was, in, in class, you ain't got, you ain't gonna catch me not in class. You ain't gonna catch me. Um, there's one thing about me, man, that I, that I, that I told a lot of people in the NFL that I really put into play in college is I ain't gonna get kicked off the team. I ain't gonna get cut from the team for something stupid. All right. <laughs> I ain't gonna get, I, that ain't gonna be my MO. I ain't gonna be kicked off the team for uh not for being late to a practice or for being late for a meeting or none of that stupid stuff or you know doing something like um not going to class like that stuff ain't gonna be me like if I'm gonna get kicked off it's gonna be getting kicked off for something serious like I like I clipped the referee and took off his flags and shirt and everything you know what I'm saying <laughs> something like that that's something I would get kicked out for you know what I'm saying face on ESPN uh-huh. you know what I'm saying but I ain't gonna get kicked out for some small, uh, yeah, or, 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 or taking sandwiches out the cafeteria when I got meal swipes. That's, that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? That's stupid. <laughs> um, so I ain't gonna get, I ain't, that's those type of things that I deal with. But Virginia, man, they was on a straight and narrow. I didn't see no, no issue. Virginia was very strict. They didn't care if he was the, the number one player or the last player on that team, boy. All rules was the same. I seen it. If I see the first hand, you know what I'm saying? What'd you guys say, Joe? Yeah. Hey man, I mean that's pretty much it. I ain't got nothing else to say on that topic. Chase that area. <laughs> so let me let me paint this picture for you guys, man. So when I was in college, I I could only work like five hours a week, ten hours a week, something crazy like that, right? So a lot of my bills and stuff I had to still cover. So 
my grandmother wrote me a check once a month to cover a lot of my expenses. That's technically NCAA violation, right? Because I'm receiving additional funds from someone outside of my immediate family. So but ain't worried, ain't worried I, about you, boy. Hey, but I'm just saying, like, and, and where I'm tying this into, like, you look at, like, uh, let's see, the kid from Duke, Colin Sexton, Kevin Knox, they're reportedly, they're in that probe because they took a meal. Like, to me, like, where, where does that line, to Chase's point earlier, where do you draw the line of, hey, this is against the rules, or are we really watching these guys go get a meal of old Charlie's? Like, Here's the bottom line. Here's the bottom really line talk? that everybody needs to talk about. The real topic of this discussion is athletes should be paid if they bring in money for the university. Now, I, I was just about to explain. Now, I'm the... I'm the yeah. I'm the I'm the bad guy in most of my class. Any class I done brought this up in, it turned against one against 16. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, athletes should be paid. Now, it, it gets hard because you got to deal with the – if one athlete get paid, all of them got to get paid. And we're talking about the field hockey and uh, rowing and all those people that's obviously not bringing in as much money as the football and the basketball nah, team. I think, but, I think but, the <clears throat> moneymaker sports should get paid, bro. Man, you can't leave out the other, you the other athletes. You, know what I'm you, can't, you, you can't leave out the other athletes, though. In some percentage yes, way, can. they yes, got to make can, money. Bro. It's a business at the end of the day. It's a business at the end of the day, especially in big schools. This is not like a business, Alabama. bro. This is not a business, bro. This is amateurism. It, yo, it's a business at some level, bro, because number one, on the field, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not making money transactions, but the coach is definitely, what have you done for me lately, bro? That's the same thing in business. Number two, yo. People, regular students, come to the school for a football program and they ain't even on the freaking team or nothing. Like, you know how many people go to Alabama just to go to school there because of the football team? Florida, Florida State, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, freaking UVA, they get like, UVA baseball gets like 9,000 people at a freaking baseball game. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot for college baseball. You know what I mean? And... Come on now. Who when's the last time you went you was at you was at UVA for five years, bro? You ever go to a UVA wrestling 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 match? I did, I did not go to a UVA oh. wrestling match, but I had some friends on the wrestling team that I respected. All right, bro? I had some friends on the wrestling team <laughs> I that I respected. And I and I'm gonna tell y'all this. Yeah. If I'm collecting a check, I don't think that we should get the same check, but you should be getting something. I don't know what that is, but you should get something that just say that you get paid as well. All right? It shouldn't just be uh Dom Joe, the star football player, is over here collecting a thousand dollars a month. You know what I'm saying? And I'm over here struggling and doing whatever, but I'm still a student athlete. We go to the same tutor. We go to the same everything else. That, <laughs> that, that ain't right. That ain't right. But I understand that we generating all the money. But at the end of the day, when you look at the system as a whole, if if anybody gonna get paid, everybody gonna get paid. You know that. Yeah, I, I right, just, well, then they got to get paid minimal. They got to get paid minimal, bro. Oh, yeah, it's going to be range. It's going to be differences compared to what one person get paid to other people get paid. But they're going to have to look at that and say, all right, this is how much we got to pay this this athletes, the athletes here at this university. And this is the percentages that the top guy gets and the last guys get. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to have to look at that like thing. I, I think that's always going to work. See, UVA got good sports. What? You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, uh, school, a lot of sports teams at UVA should be getting paid for real, for real. Because I mean, lacrosse they do numbers. Um, soccer when we was there, soccer did pretty good numbers. Uh, yeah, I know, I yeah, know, we, I know. There was a couple times that we shouldn't have been getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 
Hey, yeah, yeah. You know, we went to three and nine. Yeah, we, we, we did go three and nine one year, man. But we still hey. we still put about, you know what I'm saying, 40,000 people in the stands. Bro. The Scott was sold that's still out the every most game, numbers though, wasn't it? On campus. It was not. I mean? It was not. The Scott was empty when Coach Grove got fired, man. I put that squarely on the shoulders of our performance. Coach Grove still be there, <laughs> man. Bro, the last... Bro, the last game of the the last game the last game Coach Grove did was Virginia Tech, man. That game is never empty. Yeah, I was gonna say, man. Oh, I, I came bro, up to a couple. It wasn't of it days. wasn't empty, bro. But who was in the stands, bro? Who was in the stands? Hey, yeah, you're right. That was a lot. That was it was it was a lot of burgundy in that in that drill. <laughs> hey, that's still ticket sales, baby. You still sold yeah, out. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that, that's yeah. legit, man. Hey, so on this topic, man, I, I do got a question for y'all, and I know this might be a little old, and I don't think we really hit on it, but uh, Jay Billis had brought this up, or maybe it was Jay Williams on College Game Day had brought this up. So obviously Louisville just had their 2012-2013 seasons vacated. Uh, they're taking the banner down uh, in, in, uh, in, the, in the Yum Center, uh, their national championship banner. But I had a question, and it really more so a comment, just wanted to kind of see what you guys thought about it. So uh, I can't remember which Jay said it, but they had made a point that saying, hey, you're going to vacate the wins, you're going to take the banner down. The NCAA needs to go ahead and kick that money back that Louisville generated through that championship run. Um, man, I, I have to, I kind of have to agree with that. You know, you're going to vacate some wins. Granted, it is what it is, but at the same time, you going to kick back that couple million, three, four million that they made off of all the T-shirt sales and and the, and the and the regional games, the Sweet 16, the Final Four, and the championship game? Uh, I mean, I think you got to kick that money back, man. <laughs> you going to do it, but you can't play both ways, right? Hey, hey, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a big fan, so I didn't even go comment on this. I'm not a big fan of uh, of penalizing – um, what was like? I think all penalties should be in the future. I don't think any penalty should be in what was like. If you played the game, you won the game without performance enhancing drugs, then I, I I think that you deserve what you got. I don't care about that, man. Anything else? If you go and penalize, penalize what they got going into this future, into the future. So how? What would you suggest then? Because you, what, what you're, what you're, I, I just told you, boy. So hold on. So Pen, penalize them. Penalize them into the future. <laughs> To where they got to, uh, you either uh, take away how many scholarships they get or not being able to participate in the tournament or whatever you want to do. But what was is what was. We all seen them win. They didn't, they didn't cheat. Yeah. They won fair and square. And, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand it. You can't take away the kids' ring. No, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Kids yeah. walk around with their ring. <laughs> Kevin Ware posted said, I still got this fat ring on my finger. Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, but real quick on that, though, Minnie, my problem with what you just said, so now you're going to punish kids that didn't have anything to do with what went on in 2012, 2013. By yeah, that's tough. That's tough, but you got to punish the university. The kids, they should be allowed to leave if they want to leave, but the university needs to face day penalties and deal with what they did, but what the, what was is what was. I hate that. Now we got to look into the book. And the book of 2012 national, 2013 national champion is empty. That don't make no sense to me. We know it happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We know it happened, bro. Like, come on, man. That just don't make no sense. That that, that don't go with Chase Minifield's principles. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Joe? Yeah. Hey, man, I agree with him on that, man. Like, you know, 
Not the same way they took away Reggie Bush's Heisman Trophy, man. Like, come on, man. Like, we all we all know Reggie Bush did damage that year, man. Like, there's no point in doing all that. Yeah, I mean, it's just I I just agree with everything with what Chase said. Yeah, well, what about the money though? That's that's my big question. What do you think about the money piece of it? Because they did generate millions of dollars off of Louisville's championship run. If you want to take their money, yeah, if you want to take their money, it better be in the future. You know what I'm saying? Don't be going back checking their records and see how much money they generate. This how much they go bring out. Like if you want to take money, take your money away. But if they generated, they generated. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I'm just, a, I'm just, a, I'm just a big guy, man. As far as like penalize whatever you want to penalize, but penalize them for going forward. Don't penalize them uh, trying to go back in the past and keep and, and take away what was. That don't make no sense to me. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha, man. Well, regardless, man, they they got a problem on their hands. The NCAA's got to get their their arms around this. Uh, and, and for me, I think you just got to come up and, and reestablish some ground rules, man. Because don't I don't think anybody really knows what's what. What's allowed? What's not allowed? You know, can you buy, be bought, purchased a, a lunch meal? Can someone in your family be purchased a lunch meal? I think it, they just really need to just look back at all this. And I think ultimately at some point in the next five to 10 years, you're going to see college athletes getting paid. I mean, that's, that's, that's what it is. Hey, they better pay them. Or guess what? They're going to be going to, uh, LeVar Ball. Or <laughs> I don't think they're going to make that happen, man. That's, Hey, if them boys, if them boys is getting that money right now, and they and they tell them that and they start cracking down on that money, they gonna go get that money in that other league. Well, that's, that's the only person smiling in this situation. The ball, ball sitting back in the ball, ball of state, ball of state, talking about what y'all I, boys gonna do. I told you. Know you. What I'm <laughs> hey, I, what what is? Hey man, ahead. y'all. Episode two of this podcast, bro. Episode two, I think, the one with Rod, man. Y'all was all calling me crazy because I was like, hey, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that boy, that boy got something over there with that lead. You know hey, bro, that definitely wasn't episode two, but we go we go not say that, okay? That definitely wasn't episode two. Y'all you, you, whatever, whichever, yeah, whatever, one, whichever one was Rodney. But uh yeah, Dom Joe, he was definitely yeah. getting it on that. He talking about uh he got something yeah. there. Yeah, he does, but hold on. Y'all, y'all got but, me down. The, All y'all the, basis, me down, the basis of that yeah, conversation was on education. We're talking about paying athletes here. So night and day. Uh, night and you day. Know what? You know what, man? Mitty's right, bro. You do got a lot of excuses, man. Just give me my credit, bro. <laughs> never. 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 <laughs> never. Never, man. All right, man. Well, we're gonna switch gears. We're gonna get into to our business topic. Uh we're going to discuss just giving extra effort, right? Uh, maximizing uh, your, the, the amount of effort you're giving, right? As cliche as it sounds, how do you give 110% effort to where you look at it, you, you can look back on your day, whatever the situation may be, and say, you know what? I gave it every single bit of effort I could, and here's my result, and live with it. And so, Chase, uh, see, man, what, what you got on this, man? I know this is kind of your, your bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, man. Let me jump into this, man. So, basically what everybody needs to understand is that our body is built with a human, uh, I don't even know what that thing's called, man, but there's something in the car that don't let it go past, like, uh, it doesn't let it go past a certain limit of speed of anything before it just, like, combusts, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, um, I'm trying to think of what that thing's called. But whatever it is, it's taking care of the car itself. All right, so... 
There's something in that car they put in that car specifically so that it takes care of itself so that the the actual person controlling the car doesn't run it to where it can't function no more. Um, and our, our body is built with that same thing. Our brain is that for our, for our body. The fact that once it feels like we can't, we've done enough, we push ourselves further enough, it's really stopping ourselves short of what we can actually do. So the car, it can go faster. It can go further. It can keep going. It might not end up well, but it can go, it can go harder and go beyond where you're currently at. And same with our body, same with our mind, same with our heart. Like we can go further than what we say it is, but our body protects ourselves from itself to say like, all right, that's enough. That's enough. You've done plenty. That's great. Um, let's go to sleep. Let's take it in. That's good. And you know, there's something that, um, my dad taught me a long time ago, but I didn't really understand. And he said, I was like, how do I know if I've done enough? And he's like, go to failure. Go to failure. And he was like, but you, do you know what failure is? Do you know what failure is? And that was a huge, like, brain just, like, twister for me. Uh, I don't know what failure is. I know, I know I'm tired. I know I'm hurt. I know I can't do no more reps. But is that failure? You know what I'm saying? Is that failure? Failure is when you can't do no more and then you push out more. You push out four, five, six more. That's failure. That's failure. When you're throwing up, after you got done running, you're throwing up and you're throwing up, get done throwing up, hit some more. That's failure. That's, that, that next one is the failure. That first one, that's a good effort. That's good effort. <laughs> Great job, son. Failure is next. And that next so, one, you know what I'm saying? So I never really understood that. It took me a while to understand that. Um, no, I was going to ask you, man. You so how would you relate that to the business world, right? That's great examples for, for athletics. Well, I'm about to get into that. You got me. You got me. You see I'm on a roll right now. I'm up here pacing around the house right now. I'm like, hope everybody got their pen and paper out. I'm dropping gems. Um, but, at the, but, at, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, man, like, example for me, last night, probably was watching the game, uh, whatever game was on. But um, it's about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Could have turned it in. I said, nah, man, I'm going to go ahead and knock these emails out. Knock these emails out. Schedule them to go out in the morning so that, you know, whatever, whatever happens in the morning, I'll make sure I already got that done. You know what I'm saying? Whether I want to go to the gym, whether I want to do something else. I want to make sure these emails is in people's email box by 7 a.m., 6.30, 8 a.m. As soon as they get up, they hit it. It's hitting their email box. So I didn't want to take no chance on not getting that done. So I made sure I stood up, stayed up extra late last night to about 1, 1.30 a.m. Just writing emails. Writing emails, scheduling them to go out the next day. So out of those 200 emails I said I sent out earlier, probably 150 of them was done in the night the night before. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of extra effort. Like it's Sunday night, tomorrow's Monday morning. Um, we can start tomorrow. That type of effort. Like, uh, yeah, that's, that's good and dandy. It's probably 98% of the world doing that. But can we start now? Can we start now and can we get it going? So in business, man, really make sure that all my business people, all my entrepreneurs or anybody just in the world trying to be successful, whether it's losing weight, whether it's um, trying to be healthy, whether it's trying to uh, win, win uh, beat out your competition, anything that you're trying to do, man, just trying to be successful in general. Understand that when your body, when your mind says you can't, you can. That's a facade. That is a facade. And if once you understand that that's a facade, 
then you'll understand that you actually going to see the 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 fruits of your label starting to show. The fruits of your labor starting to show. So understand that, man. Your 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 mind, your brain is protecting you from itself, from what it really can do. And you really have 10, 20% more that you got left in the tank that you'll never know that you can hit until you try it. And just think about this. If we go every day and we leave 10 to 20% in the tank and somebody else is getting that 10 to 20% in the tank, in five days, they 100% up on them. They 100% up on them. So if you let that sink in, then you understand that you understand why you're losing right now. You understand why you're not where you want to be in life. You understand why um, deals ain't coming through. You know what I'm saying? Because you're okay with the spreadsheet being empty. You're okay with the spreadsheet being empty, man, and my, and my, and my property manager's not in the system. You know what I'm saying? I just got a little personal right there. Yeah. But you understand why the spreadsheet is. Shots fired. But, um, Shots fired. But at, the, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, like, if you guys understand, like, you got more in the tank. You got more. Even if you gavin a lot, that's great. Congratulations. Everybody gives a lot. Everybody gives a lot. But don't everybody go past what they already given, what they already got. Once, go past a lot. Once you go past a lot, now let's see. Now let's see the, let's see the, let's see the, uh, let's add zeros onto the account. Let's add zeros onto the account. Let's add, let's add wins on top of wins. Let's add, um, let's get, let's win back our free time. Let's win back our personal time, man. So I hate for Dom Joe to follow that up, but go ahead, Joe. <laughs> Hey, bro. Hey, I ain't even gonna follow it up, man. We we just gonna have to get into my gas of the week on that one, bro. I can't even follow it up. What you want? What you want me to say after that, bro? Hey, bro. I thought you got some top. You got some topics, bro. Don't you got something to discuss on uh on uh, giving extra effort? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, baby? Hey, man. This this I had. Hey, I mean, hey, bro. You you didn't say everything, man. But the only thing that was what I what I was gonna say is I was thinking about this topic. Um. Uh, yesterday, matter of fact, because I was out yesterday, and the only thing I was thinking about was work. And when I got home, I was just like, dang. I mean, I didn't really waste my time because I had fun, but I wasted my time. I was like, dang, I could have got this done, this done, and man, it's going to be Monday already. And um, so I, I told myself, this, so today, I'm starting back up, man, with my five with my 5.30 a.m. alarm clock. So yeah, so tomorrow actually gonna be my five thirty a.m. alarm clock, and uh, just getting up. I'm gonna get ready to go and start start at home and then be in the office. I ain't gonna go in the office. I'm gonna start at home. You know what I'm saying? And then be in the office at five thirty or after after my five thirty uh my five thirty helping hand stuff, man. Fill out the spreadsheet a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So I mean that's pretty much all I had because I knew I felt I felt myself. That I had more in the tank, and I got to get back to where I was in college. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's pretty much it, man. That's all I got to say. Hey, man, that's good stuff right there, Joe. Hey, that's good stuff right there, Joe. The first step is set the alarm clock, man. For all my CTC <laughs> listeners, let's set the alarm clock. Let's set the alarm clock. Let's go ahead and take that step. Let's take that first step, and let's set the alarm clock for a different time than what we used to. I I told my I told my uh, I told my guys that uh, I'm training right now. I said, hey, man, did you run this morning? Nah, I didn't run, man. I got, you know, I don't want to be tired for school. I said, hey, man, I'm going to be honest with you. You're going to have plenty of time to be tired if you don't get this scholarship. You feel me? You're going to have plenty of time to be tired, man. Sleep all day if you want yeah, to. But uh, if you don't get this scholarship, if you don't get this scholarship, man, uh, believe me, you're going to have all the time you want on your hand. That's good. So um, if I was you, I would go ahead and 
I'll go ahead and just do more than what you possibly think you can do. You think you tired? Go ahead and get past that, man. Just set your alarm. Just set it. You ain't got to do much. Just set it. See if you get up. You might not get up first day. Second day, set it again. You might get up. You feel me? Now you might be changing your mindset, might be changing your habit. What up, French? What you got to say on this, man? Hey, man. Uh, everything you guys said, I agree. Uh, couldn't couldn't say that better than than either one of you. But the only thing I'm going to add to that, man, and, and I think both of you guys kind of hit on it, but I'm just going to say it so it's black and white. When you take advantage of setting that alarm clock, plan for the day. You have to plan to win. Because guess what? There's going to be a roadblock that comes up that's going to try to derail you. But if you can uh, successfully plan out what you want to get accomplished in the day, those roadblocks become yield signs. Those yield signs become them rolling stop signs. You feel what I'm saying? So just make sure that you're taking advantage of, of the extra time that you have. Joe's thinking about doing stuff, uh, you know, like he said yesterday. Uh, he's coming home. He's got stuff he needs to get done for work. His mind is already planning for what he needs to get accomplished the next day. You constantly got to be looking at the game plan, adjusting that game plan. We're all athletes. When we have really good games, it's because we followed the game plan to a T and we we're able to make in-game adjustments. Same thing in business. Be flexible. Be audible ready at all times. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you what happens. I'm going to tell you what happens if you wake up at 5.30 a.m. without a game plan. You're going to go back to sleep. Man, that snooze going to get you, ain't it, Joe? That snooze button going to get you. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, let's let's go on and get in that gas, man. What you got for us, Joe? All right, man. I got my gas of the week, man. I was listening to a song called Hustle and Motivate from Nipsey Hustle. And um, that's, that's, that, that's my guy right now. And I wanted to take a step further and say hustle and help. Um, because one thing, and uh, you know, we're not supposed to curse on this, but on this podcast, but the, the, the old American saying, of uh, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. It's bullshit. Everybody that's successful got help somewhere along the line. You didn't do it by yourself. You owe your success to somebody on some type of level. Okay. So when it's your turn, when you get that bag, uh, you know what I'm saying? When you reach a point where you can reach back down and help other people and you're successful, do it. But have a plan for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, have that in mind, man. Like, success is not good by yourself, man. So what are you going to do when you get that back, when you get what you want? How are you going to go back and help other people that, you know what I'm saying, the same way other people helped you when you was climbing up? Hustle and help, man. You know what I'm saying? That short, simple We'll see y'all boys next week, man. Hustle and help. Later.